Welcome to Real House Blend, the podcast where I juggle the chaos of my blended family, attempt to run a business, and somehow manage to keep my sanity or what's left of it. In each episode, I'll explore survival strategies for the nonstop circus that is everyday life and how to find humor in the chaos without taking ourselves too seriously. From embracing the mayhem to finding moments of presence amidst the madness, I'm here to share the laughs, tears, and triumphs. Real House Blend isn't just a podcast, it's your cozy safe space for reflection where we can all raise our coffee and say cheers to surviving this wild ride together. So whether you're seeking survival tips, embracing the present, or craving a sense of community in the midst of your mom island existence, tune in and join the Real House Blend family because life's too short to not laugh at the chaos. Hello again, wonderful listeners. Welcome to another episode of Real House Blend. I'm your host, Mary, and as you now know, I have six kids, which fill my home with a great blend of chaos and love. In today's episode, I'm excited to discuss my career path and how I manage to blend my work and life together. Among the logistical fun that comes along with running a household of six kids, I'm also the founder and CEO of a thriving consulting business. I'm sure there's a portion of you that don't believe I could possibly hold down a job, let alone run a company with everything else that's going on in my life. But I'm doing it. And no, I'm not a robot, contrary to what a few may have thought in the past, nor am I one of those that think you have to do it all in order to be successful or feel proud. As I've mentioned in prior episodes, I believe we all have our journeys, and while they're not the same, we can find connection in our desires to make a difference and leave this world better than we found it. And for me, a large portion of that is through work. So how did I come to run my own business? It was actually a direct result of being a mom. Like so many entrepreneurs, it was born out of necessity. I started my career in corporate retail and spent more than a decade at major brands like Target, Tiffany & Company, and Victoria's Secret, as well as a startup costume jewelry brand out of New York City. I enjoyed all of it, but I did find myself stuck in the grind and the climb of corporate life. And even though I was on the early train of working virtually, yep, I started my remote work life in late 2014, I still found it really hard to manage the demands of a full-time job along with being a parent. And at the time, I only had two kids. But I knew there had to be a better way to use the skills that I'd gained in my decade of work, but not have to sacrifice my entire soul to a single brand. So I started to search, but I didn't find any options. Why was no one offering an option for employees with superior experience, high functional expertise, but who didn't want to give 40 to 50 to sometimes 60 hours a week in an office? There had to be a better option. So the entrepreneurial spirit came out in me and I decided to create something myself. I decided to take the package of skills that I'd gained in merchandise planning and start my own consulting firm. Well, wait a second. What skills did I say I had? Oh yeah, what does merchandise planning mean? So this is the functional skill that I'd been learning through all that decade of corporate retail and all the major brands. And what merchandise planning does is helps brands ensure that they have the right amount of product at the right time. Sounds crazy, right? There's a whole function responsible for forecasting the demand and aligning the inventory of all the products on the shelves, physical or virtual. 
And then at the core, of course, it's a job, right? Why wouldn't brands want to have just the right amount to not miss their sales plan, but never too much inventory to hold up their cash flow or end up with product that they don't need and can't sell? But in practice, this isn't as easy as it sounds, and not all brands even know this function is available to them. So when I found myself at that crossroads of motherhood and career, I thought maybe I could find a way to fractionally outsource these skills to brands who needed some support to either add to their existing team's workload capacity or to get the functional area off the ground, which often does happen when a brand has one of those viral moments on TikTok or other social media platform and sells out. Then they feel the pain of having no inventory to supply the demand or the opposite too, of having too much inventory and no cash to buy new goods. And how this work gets done is in a lot of spreadsheets and building tools that allow for data to be reviewed on a consistent and regular basis. Essentially, we check for trends and react to changes in any consumer behavior that will need the inventory to react to it as well. Now, 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 nothing in my skills allows me to be a fortune teller, and I often tell new clients this, something along the lines of, hey, if I could tell the future, I'd play the lottery and not have this job. But in day-to-day business, the data points allow us to react to the numbers, even if we cannot fully predict them. And often, quick reaction is worth days and weeks and months of being out of stock or overstocked by brands. Okay, now, if you're still with me, I know this isn't a business podcast, but I wanted you to have a sense of what a workday is for me. A lot of time in Excel, meetings with CFOs or COOs to review our recommendations on what quantities of what products we think they should buy and when. And in doing this, I manage a whole portfolio of clients and team members. The Boone team averages around 15 of us that are located across the country, and we work all different hours. It's similar to wrangling my kids and keeping up all the team members working together and efficiently, but we really have a phenomenal team. And I tell them all the time how grateful I am that they're on this journey with me. Building a team is one of the hardest parts of the entrepreneurial journey. But if you can find the right who's, that believe in your vision and mission, you can create a relationship of truly mutual benefit, which is an amazing thing. Okay, now how do I juggle this work in six kids? If you ever heard me talk about work and life, you've heard that I absolutely do not believe in balance, which is why I always say I blend the two. The idea of balance is absurd, that we have two parts of a scale that somehow keep them aligned and controlling both of them equally. No way. We blend them together. There are days or weeks where we have to tip the scale to one of those sides that really needs you. I may have to take a kid to emergency dental appointment. Thanks, Paxton. Or maybe a client suddenly learns of a delay in vendor production, and I need to make an ASAP decision on which color of bathing suit I need to push to the front of the production line because only one color is going to make it on the next boat. In either instance, I cannot balance. I have to blend to tackle what that day is bringing at me at that time. And it is absolutely crazy that I'm the founder and CEO of a company. I am beyond grateful that it allows me to create my day and my week to be able to address these issues as they arise. I make my schedule and I work when I can, often clicking away at the keyboard by 5 a.m. And I also am able to volunteer at the kids' library on a weekly basis and take them to any of their needed medical appointments. And as I said at the start, I'm doing it. And it isn't easy. And I don't think we need to feel that we all have to do it all. Females especially are told that we can do anything, but that often feels like we have to do everything. I don't believe that. 
If you look at the bullet points of my life, it looks like I do everything. But what you don't see is the support I have from so many around me. I don't do it alone. Doug gives me the best big hugs at the end of a long day, and the kids smile when they see me at the bus stop or after we get to do a fun family adventure. And you wouldn't believe the laughs I get when I, the kids ask me to tell a boss joke. After a quick line that I deliver about, oh, how my boss asked me to do another spreadsheet today, you'll hear them cackle in the background. And then generally, Fiona says, but mom, you are the boss. It's those little things that warm my heart. And I know I'm teaching them about achieving dreams, but they've also seen me cry. They see that days are hard. They know I'm not a robot and that it's okay to not be okay in every moment. They know that being the boss isn't always fun. Oh, and there's the hard realization of the oldest kid when he casually mentioned, oh, well, you have $10 million, right? Ha, no, Oliver, that isn't the case. But it's sweet that he thinks I have that potential. And like anyone, there are days when I'm tired and I don't know how to keep going. But time after time, I find my community and connection through work and my amazing team. The work we do at Boone may not be saving lives, even though sometimes our clients push us like we are, but it gives us a sense of purpose and ability to blend our work and lives together. I have to give a big thank you to my entire team for being on this journey with me. And I invite all of you listeners to also follow along with my founder journey at Boone LLC on any of the major social media platforms, or go ahead and book a meeting directly with me at our website at boonellc.net. Thank you for listening to Real House Blend. If you loved today's episode, please leave me a review and a five-star rating. Tell another chaos coordinator about this show so we can build our community. I'll see you next time with What's on Tap.